We are back at it. Welcome back to another edition of the Pistols Firing Podcast. Somewhat of an emergency edition. We were going to tape one tomorrow, which is Friday. But uh, it's not every day that Bob Stoops retires after 18 years at Oklahoma. I'm joined, as always, by Kyle Porter. Kyle, where were you when you found out the news? I was on Twitter, um, as as we all are when we find out any news. Um, I was on my golf account, and I, I saw a tweet from somebody that said, this is the, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it, it said something like, this is the most clickbaity tweet that's not actually clickbait. And so I was like, huh. what, is, what does that mean? That's a, that's a weird, it's a weird tweet. And so it says Bob Stoops retires and I clicked on it and I started reading the, it was, it was from Oklahoma and it was Barry Trammell. I started reading it and it was so shocking that my mind immediately thought this must be a prank. This must be a, somebody hacked into the Oklahoma <laughs> servers. Like I did not, like my mind physically did not comprehend what was unfolding. And even like 20 minutes later, I still, I was still so shocked that I could not comprehend that he was retiring now today, like that day. I thought he was retiring after the season. Like I was just, I, I was just in a state of shock and I couldn't, I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> I love that you thought like the Oklahoman got hacked like that. That is pretty perfect. Uh, <laughs> You want me to recreate my day, how I found out? Yeah. Okay, the day started. Uh, for some reason, I just – I had like 90s like, – I don't like country song. I don't like country at all, really. The only time I've ever really listened to country is when I'm on the lake with my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I had a few of those songs pop into my head in the morning as I was getting ready. And I was going to the pool, actually. I, was, I had the day off. I was going to get some sun lounge by the pool, maybe have a few cold coops. Yeah. And I started, I, I was walking around the house listening to nineties country on Spotify and I was Snapchatting me singing it to like my friends as a joke. Like here's Carson who doesn't like country singing some like uh, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. And I'm driving to the pool listening to nineties country. And I kind of saw a few of our, you know, the Slack chat you guys have, or we have for the uh, the blog. I, st- I saw a few. It was just going crazy. I'm like, what are these guys? What's ha- what could possibly be happening in June while this is going nuts? And I saw a few swear words. And I'm like, I'll check that in a second. <laughs> and then I boom, I get a text from my boss with the text Stoops retiring question mark, and my heart just sank. I'm like, what? And yeah. then. And then, boom, I, I check on Twitter, and I, I see a few tweets about Stoops retiring. I go, man, there must be something to this. And then before I can even, like, investigate it, I get a call from Channel 5 saying, you know, Stoops is retiring. Can you confirm this? Get on the horn, essentially. <laughs> and I, I just turn around immediately. I was I was almost to the pool, and I immediately just – I know I'm working today. And I just – because, I mean, this is – and my, the first thought I had was this is other than the thunder leaving town and Barry Switzer possibly passing away as, as morbid as that sounds. I have to think of that news wise. This is the biggest story in the state of Oklahoma. Bob Stoops just suddenly retiring like this. So I just immediately turn around, drive home, and then I, I can't like drive and be on Twitter. So I'm just like my mind's just racing without being able to read anything. 
And, uh, you know, then my day started and then I was just in a, a tailspin ever since, but, uh, that's how I found out. Um, do you think that this was bigger than Russell Westbrook getting traded? No. And I think Kevin Durant leaving for the, now that I've kind of had a 24 hour period to, to process it, I don't know if there's topping that. I mean, this was shocking, no doubt, uh, stunning all the adjectives you want to use, but man, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I might put them on par. I mean, being the head coach at Oklahoma is right on par with Kevin Durant. I mean, I know Kevin Durant though was he unified everybody. OSU fans, OU fans, everybody loved Kevin Durant. So maybe I I, I give Kevin by a nose, but it's it's right up there with the biggest story and certainly the biggest story I've covered besides Kevin leaving since I've been working in the media. Yeah, I mean you well. You- <laughs> I saw that you ranked them on Twitter, and you you completely left out KD leaving. Yeah, and I just – that's how much my head was spinning over the whole day. You know, I, I was – one of the worst brain farts I've ever had on, on Twitter. Was well, the, not the, that. In your defense, the first one that I thought of I, – I, for some – maybe we just block KD leaving out of our minds. But the first one I thought of was um, was the Harden trade. Mm-hmm. And that that was sort of the same. I, I didn't. I'm not. Your your world like is is more affected by the Harden trade than mine is. I thought it was stunning at the time. I, I'll never forget where I was when I found out about it. But it didn't like. I just kind of found out and then went about having dinner. It was. I think it was in the fall during an OU football game actually. Um. So that was that was different. This was so crazy because it was just a Wednesday afternoon, like just you know we we do so at our in our family at dinner time we do best and worst of the day like with our kids, and we did our best and then we got to our worst and my worst was Bob Stoops retiring at three p.m. on a Wednesday. Like <laughs> I was just looking forward to you know having a just chill afternoon, you know writing about. I don't know, the Oklahoma State baseball recruiting class for 2018, and boom, Bob Stoops gone. And and it's just, it, it affects everything. I, I mean, people people think that it just affects OU, but no, I mean, it affects Texas. It affects Oklahoma State. What's the fallout with recruits? Uh, you know, it affects, the, it changes the entire Big 12 and really uh, the, the the landscape for, for the entire country as well. So it was just, it was such a stunning thing that I, I, I'm still having trouble uh, processing and comprehending it. Well, it's a huge moment in Oklahoma sports history. And that's why I also remember where I was when James Harden was traded. I was in the press box at OU's football stadium. They were playing Notre Dame. And back then, what was that, 2013, I would think? Yeah, right, right. 2012, 2013 season, I believe. Uh, I don't think a ton of people followed Woj at that point because I saw it come down from Adrian Wojnarowski. Like, I think I was the first one to see it in the press box. And I like just, I stood up, I, I clicked on his profile 10 times to make sure he had the blue check mark. And I go, <laughs> I go, uh, James Harden just got traded to the Rockets. And like the, but the press box just, it looked like, uh, ants or, uh, fireflies to a light as everyone started scattering to, to find out more and <laughs> no one could believe it. And it's just one of those moments that I'll never forget where I was. And yeah. I'm sure it'll be similar whenever Gundy hangs it up too, just cause gosh, Bob had been there 18 years and, uh, 
it was very sudden. You know, I know he was, he was, we can talk more about why and all that, but it was, it was a shocking moment for sure. Yeah, it was. I, I remember, yeah, I remember all three of those, KD, Harden, um, Underwood too. I mean, I know I, I don't put that on par. Like for me, it was a, a big deal, but it, it's certainly not on par with, with the other three. Um, but yeah, I mean, that it, one was pretty shocking too. <laughs> well, it was, it, and it, and I found out sort of in the same way we were on, I think I was on Slack and, and, uh, Southwell just, or maybe it was you that just said it was me Underwood gone. I was like, I saw it on what? Twitter. I follow, uh, Jeff Goodman and he tweeted it out and I was like, what? It was just, and it's the same type thing. Like it just, you're, you're blindsided by this news and it's so, it's, it's just, it's, it's almost difficult to, to let it wash over you to, to, to process the whole thing until you're three or five or seven days out, you know? Um, and, and I think, I think everybody will still be processing this stoops thing, uh, two months from now, a year from now, whatever, uh, depending on how the upcoming season goes. But before we get to, to, to some more of this, um, we need to toast. You, you want to toast? Yeah, I'm not ready yet, but you go. Okay, I'll go. It's time for the Coupel Works Toast of the Week. Coupel Works, brewing great-tasting craft beer in Oklahoma City. Try the flagship F5 IPA, the bold DNR Belgian Strong Ale, or the refreshing Horny Toad Blonde. For your next watch party tailgate or get together with friends, enjoy a cold Coupel Works, and please remember to drink responsibly. I'm going to go ahead and just toast Bob Stoops. I, I, wrote, a, I wrote a column uh, on Wednesday night just about how how awesome he was, what a, what a great coach he was you can you can talk about the mixing stuff the frank shannon stuff the dgb stuff all of that is part of his story but he was freaking awesome he was the bill self of the big 12 on the football side he won 10 big 12 big 12 titles lost nine home games that's a stunning statistic and um he was just you know i i will argue this forever as long as i run this blog but Bob Stoops made Oklahoma State better because that it gave it gave Gundy it gave Mike Gundy a blueprint it gave him something to strive for within the state and largely for the last decade Gundy has has met OU in terms of winning percentage um, level of bowls you're getting to now the, the one thing ironically is that he he can't beat them you know but everything else he is he has looked at what Stoops has done and said. We're going to do that in Stillwater, and I, I firmly believe that because Bob Stoops was at OU, that Oklahoma State's really good at football in 2017. Yeah, it was a, a carrot to chase, right? It was a, a shadow to chase for Mike Gundy and Oklahoma State. I totally agree. Uh, that was part of the impetus to get the stadium going and, and to try and compete for once. Because for years, Oklahoma State was not trying to compete with Oklahoma. Their athletic department was in shambles. They didn't have any money. They, they weren't even trying to compete. But... OU uh, made them compete. Essentially, that's what Boone Pickens wanted to. Be. He wants to beat OU. It's. I don't think Boone Pickens just loves football as much as he likes beating OU at football. Right. So that that was part of it. And to your point, Bob Stoops, Kyle, coached in I believe 238 games. Yeah. He lost consecutive games three times <laughs> in 18 years. Think about that. That is absolutely absurd. That's a joke. I mean, there's there's so many numbers to go over with him. He, he was exceptional. But that's not who I'm going to toast, Kyle. I'm going to crack open a DNR, a do not retreat, do not resuscitate, do not retreat, Mike Gundy. The door has swung yeah. wide open. Yeah. The door is ajar. It is. Yeah. It is time to 
not be afraid of that logo, not be afraid of the players they have, and walk through that door. Yeah. You've already won one Big 12 championship. You've beaten them once. The door is wide open because as much as I love Lincoln Riley, I think he's awesome. He's 33 years old. He's, a, he's been a rising star for a few years now. It's a huge leap up to become the guy, to become the CEO. We saw that with Mike Gundy. It took him a while to learn how to be a head coach. So I know they have Baker Mayfield and they're still Oklahoma, but you got them on your home field. Your team's loaded. Go beat them. DNR. Do not retreat, Mike Gundy, when you see OU across the other sideline. So I'm gonna I'm gonna toast Mike Gundy and uh remind him the door is now wide open. Do not retreat. I like that. That was my column from Thursday was Mike Gundy's got a chance to uh to put the icing on the cake of his career. You know, twelve years, he's only got one Big Twelve title. Uh he's been awesome. He's been a great coach, but he can become, I think at least in Oklahoma State circles, a legend over the next five or six years by winning two or three Big 12 titles. As much as as much as much I'm glad that Stoops was kind of the rising tide that lifted, you know, the Oklahoma State boat, I think. Um, imagine if, and, and this was sort of my lead into that column, was what if he takes the Notre Dame job in, in 2010 after, after Charlie Weiss leaves? Now, I, I have no idea if that was even a possibility, but just – Hypothetically, if he takes that, how many Big Twelve titles does Oklahoma State have right now? You know, how, probably more than one. They they play for it. They played it. Go to it in twenty ten. They lose to OU. They win it in eleven. Uh, they play for it in thirteen. The the, the worst loss of the Gundy era, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they you, you know uh, they play for it in fifteen. They play for it in sixteen, and it's like. If, if OU is 10% worse, if they're 15% worse, Oklahoma State's probably got two, three, four Big 12 titles in the, in the Gundy era. And, and so, to your point, like, unless Lincoln Riley is is 95% of Stoops, 100% of Stoops, then Gundy's got a real, he's going to have a real opportunity in the next five, six, seven years to, uh, to get himself a handful of Big 12 titles. That's a great point. I mean, I, you're right. Yes, they would have, they would definitely have more than one. And, and much in the way that I mentioned that the door has swung open for Gundy here, I think the door was shutting on Bob in that 2013 game. Think about it. That that OU team was not very good. I don't believe they scored an offensive touchdown in that game, if I remember if I remember right. That's absurd. They had, a, they, they had a punt return. Oh, the, the the only touchdown they scored was the Blake Bell game winner on offense. They yeah, they had a punt return 20, and twenty seven seconds left. And the fake and field they, goal, obviously. And then they covered. Yeah. So to that point, I think the walls were closing in a little on, on Bob Stoops in that game. If Mike Gundy just – if they just coach a little more aggressively in that game, I think they win it. And there's no Sugar Bowl that year. They go on to beat Alabama. There's no Joe Mixon because the recruiting class was not good until they made that run. And that really gave Bob his – that started kind of this last, you know, two or three years of, of stretch that he's had to kind of – the resurgence they've had where – the door was shutting on Bob, and he kicked it back open. Uh, so now the door's wide open for Mike Gundy. It's just a, it's a matter of can they seal the deal and can they just go beat OU? So, uh, I, I but I don't think Mike has ever been afraid of of Bob per se. Again, I think it's just the fact he knows how good the players OU has, and he sees that logo and just thinks automatically that his team is already up against it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're right, but at, at the same time, like, and 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 this is where it's you know people have, and, and I've seen a lot of people say this. So I'm super interested by it, but 
people are like, oh, you guys are overreacting. This is not a big deal. OU's going to keep rolling. They're going to be the same thing. And it's like, first of all, I don't, I don't think you understand how good Bob Stoops was at his job. You know, I, I mean, we, we see that with Texas. If you, when you have a, when you have a regime change, it, it's um, no matter who the person is, it's difficult. It's hard. Now, compound that with the fact that you've got a 33-year-old taking over in Norman. I mean, are, are, where are we at in society? I'm 32, <laughs> you know? And, and so yeah. Lincoln Riley might be the best coach in the world, but there's a learning curve. And it's really, really difficult to coach a, a program like OU at the level that Bob Stoops coached at. So my only point is, unless Lincoln Riley is – on par with the best coach in Big 12 history, then Oklahoma State is is going to probably have a, a decent chance at winning, um, you know, three or four Big 12 titles over the next seven or eight years. Absolutely. Because, yes, there, we saw it firsthand with Mike Gundy, Kyle. Like, remember 2009 when Gundy was trying to call plays? And yeah, that, just, yeah. I don't I, – I don't think he and you you posted the the numbers since 2009 they're what 77 and 24 is that uh, right 77 OSU? and 31 I think OU was like 80 and 24 Right so I think after he gave up those duties after 2009 is really when Mike Gundy became a great head coach because he realized he needed to be the CEO he needed to delegate on the sideline during a game he can't be sitting on the, the equipment trunk drawing up plays for Zach Robinson you know what I mean and Lincoln Riley's calling plays next year. I just, I hate that. I don't think it ever works. Now, his mentor is Mike Leach. His little note card is still putting up points. Uh, it worked out for Steve Spurrier. He won a national championship. Jimbo Fisher called plays the year they won it. But even Jimbo Fisher's offense has really struggled, and and they've gone to more of an offensive coordinator. And same with Dana Holgerson. So I, I just think there's a lot on your plate when you're calling plays and trying to be the head coach. Now, maybe he's just doing that because, you know, obviously that's how he got the job, but Baker Mayfield's back for one more year. Maybe after this year, he'll delegate more. But I just, I think it sets up well, uh, at least in the, the first year or so for OSU. Yeah. And and, and and the rest of the Big 12. I mean, yeah. Well, like, There's a huge step down from Bob Stoops. I know people give him grief, call him, they make fun of the big game Bob moniker, but he won far more big games than he lost. Yeah, he was awesome. Like 10 Big 12 titles in 18 years. It's a joke. The rest of the Big 12 combined right now, the other nine teams. They've got nine Big 12 titles. Bob Stoops has 10. So, yeah. I mean, well, people make fun of the national championship games. The USC game, they got their doors blown off. Uh, that was just one of those games where it starts going south and then USC made all the plays. But the Florida game could have gone either way. The LSU game could have gone either way. Those were close, low scoring games. And so you can't make fun of a guy for getting to the national championship game and losing. So it's just, I think he's gotten a bad rep for that, too. I'd love to have played for four titles in the last two decades. National, I mean, they're probably national, the most not Big Twelve. Yeah, they're probably the most successful BCS era program when it comes to wins and appearances and all that. They won. They've won every. I think he's the only coach to have won every BCS game as far as the old BCS goes. The mm. orange, the sugar, the rose. I think you could. I think you could make a pretty good argument with with Ohio State. I think they. I'd have to go back and look, but it'd be interesting to see who has who had the best record between when when was the BCS ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, uh, ninety eight, ninety eight, I believe. So ninety eight to fifteen uh, or fourteen. I bet I bet Ohio State and OU are right there. Um, okay, before we talk more about the future, 
Let's talk a little bit more about the past. Let's get to this week's uniform review brought to you by Chris's University Spirit, your one-stop cowboy shop on Campus Corner. And be sure to shop online at chrisuniversityspirit.com. Uh, Carson, you've got a, uh, you've got a, <laughs> a uni review uh, based on the Bob Stoops uh, retirement. I'm going to review the, the visor. You know, Bob Stoops kind of took that from, from Steve Spurrier. When he, they coached together at Florida. And uh, kind of became his trademark. And I love the visor that he wears. There's two different types of visors. There's the one he wears. It's like kind of a golf visor. And then there's the one that Gundy wears in his post-game press conferences. That's more like a bill, just a bill with a headband, essentially. There's no, like, front, if you know what I mean. So I always liked the look. I thought it was a strong look from Bob. And it was really funny when uh, Steve Spurrier retired, Bob didn't wear it. And he looked so different without his visor on, so... I thought it was kind of an iconic look, and it was cool to see him kind of make that his own uh, once he got away from Spurrier. So I thought it was a good look. What do you, what do you think about it? Uh, I don't love the visor look. Um, it is funny, though, to see, like, Stoops or Gundy in a hat, especially Gundy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's it's humorous to me. Um, obviously, Gundy needs, like, a hairnet these days, but... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the visor is fine for Stoops. I'm, he, he kind of, he's, he kind of looks like a heavier Brad Faxon, you know, the, the golfer who, who used to wear a visor. <laughs> You've been covering too much golf. Yeah. Yeah, I have, but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of whatever on the visor, but it was, yeah, it was a good look on him. Do you think his statue will have a visor? Oh yeah. Has to. Yeah. It probably will. They already had, they already have the statue. There's pictures of it floating around on Twitter. Oh really? Yeah. Just Google Bob Stoops statue. It's rolling down the highway. Were Someone you, oh, a picture of. I have seen that. I think it does have a visor on. Were you surprised at how little of this information leaked over the last week or so? Yeah. Um, and by all accounts, they were going to do it on Friday. But it started to leak too much. So they had to get it all done yesterday on Wednesday. So I think it already – I think – you know, guys who cover who are in Norman every day, like Kerry Murdoch, pretty much knew on Wednesday morning, and I talked to Bob, and decided to let Bob have the chance to talk to his team, and that's when the Oklahoman reported it, and just they had to throw everything together. So, I think the rumblings were out there uh, Wednesday morning. But again, yeah. I, I'm not in Norman very often, you know, because TV work and all that. But uh, I, I think it did start to leak out, but. It seems like Bob kind of knew a few weeks ago, but didn't quite make it known or didn't quite tell his bosses until within probably the last 24, 48 hours. Because I think Barry Switzer said he was in his office, like unpacking his office, like putting everything in place just four or five days ago or whatever, what, three, four days ago. So I think it just happened in the last 48 hours that he actually informed his bosses. But I think it's something you've been thinking about a long time, Kyle, because He's always said for years that he was not going to coach into his 60s and, and be like Bill Snyder or Bobby Bowden. And I think it's too, it makes sense to me as far as family-wise. His, his twin boys are going to be seniors in high school. And if they, they're, go, they're both going to play in college, he will not be able to watch a single game, obviously, if he's coaching at OU. So I think that, that weighed on him. I think he liked Lincoln Riley and didn't want him to go take a job somewhere else. That. But I think there's more to it than what we've been told because I just cannot envision Bob Stoops giving up this team. This team with Baker Mayfield can certainly win the Big 12. Well, they, and can, they can win it all. They could win it all, right. And uh, you know, I think he would relish the chance to go to Ohio State. 
now that's it'll be a bear of a game but uh, you know he's from up there it'd be a homecoming of sorts i just i think there's more to it health wise than he wants anyone to know he's a very private person his dad had heart disease his dad died on the sidelines coaching a high school game when he was 54 and then bob's 56 so i think in my this is just my opinion i haven't heard any of this but in my opinion i think he got some sort of a diagnosis from a doctor saying look I'm not saying you're going to have a heart attack, but if you keep coaching, like, you know, something may or may not happen. I don't know. And he didn't want to take that chance. That's kind of my, just my gut, my opinion. Yeah. I I think in in our opinion. (laughs) And, and from the out, from the outside looking in, as Gundy says, (laughs) I think that, you know, his, his verbiage on Wednesday was super interesting because he said, um, I can't remember the exact words he used, but it was very, he said, I'd like, I'd like to not get into the specifics or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what, what, does, what does that mean? That's kind of weird. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think there's probably, I, and, and I don't think it's like one necessarily big thing. I think it's a lot of smaller things that started to get bigger over time. Um, but man, I mean, it's, I don't, know that it's unprecedented but it's certainly rare for somebody to walk away from what what does he make five five mil six seven mil he's up to like he's up close to six i would think so six walk away from six mil playing at ohio state winning winning and in the timing of it right like june 7th like that that's that's the strange part yeah and so i'm with you I, i don't who knows like we're speculating and i i feel a little uncomfortable speculating about somebody's health but just Based on his verbiage, based on the timing of it, and, and based on everything that we know, it's um, I, I, good for him, right? Like, he's got hopefully p- tons of years left to live, um, but it does seem a little bit, um, I don't know, seems a little, not ominous, but just a little odd. Yeah, the timing certainly is is curious. So, um, But I do, I do think it's something you're going to start seeing more and more, Kyle, is yeah. coaches retiring before they're 60, because these guys make so much money now that... Yep. Heck yeah, they can retire. Heck yeah, they don't have to go to the office at 8 a.m. and leave at 8 p.m., you know? So I think we're going to see more and more of it. Yeah, uh, David Ubbin had a column on that today, and I think he's right. And I think that we got a preview of how Gundy's going to go. You know, it's just going to be – he's going to post a video of himself, you know, hunting <laughs> you know, squirrels or I don't know, something in West Oklahoma and just say, I'm out. I'm gone. See ya. Uh so yeah, how many? But by the way, over if I set the over under at uh, Gundy coaching for six and a half more years, what are you taking? Six and a half. Six six and a half more years over under. He's fifty in August. Uh, I would take the under. Mm, really? Yeah. Mikey Y taking over. I I think Gundy's got about four or five more years left. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I just think I, I just think you know. I mean, more and more, Kyle. Like, it just, doesn't it seem like, as an outsider looking in, that uh, <laughs> like Gundy's not consumed with football as, as much yeah. as he probably was when he was a younger coach. You know, I think that happens to all of us. And he's made a ton of money. He's got a huge ranch. His kids are just about all out of the house. Um, I don't know. You, you, you know I, I would go. I would if I had to bet, I'd go under. How about this? I'll tell you something that actually let's, let's, uh, this is a tease. Let's hear one more time from our sponsor, Chris's university spirit. And then I'll come back and tell you kind of a, a theory that I have. 
Chris's University Spirit on Campus Corner in Stillwater, Oklahoma is proud to be your one-stop cowboy shop since 1986 and proud sponsor of this podcast, Pistols Firing. They specialize in custom-printed Oklahoma State apparel and merchandise and pride themselves on their excellent customer service. They also offer a full line of custom Greek apparel and can even outfit your Little League team head-to-toe. They're located at the corner of 3rd and Knobloch on Historic Campus Corner. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and be sure to shop online at chrisuniversityspirit.com. Shop Stilly, shop Chris's University Spirit. Okay, Carson, um, we're talking about Gundy retiring at some point, whenever he's going to walk away. I, I, I think that I think if Oklahoma State wins the Big 12 this year, makes it to the playoff, I think he, I think that might be it for him. Whoa. Now, it, it, so, so th- th- there, there are a lot of reasons for that. I, I think that I think that Stoops doing this has sort of showed him that the world doesn't end, and he's got a good perspective on that. I, I feel like he always has. Um, you know, you you can go out on top, you can win a Big Twelve, get to a playoff, you know, maybe play for a title, and I don't know, maybe that reinvigorates you. But the other thing is, he doesn't have a next contract right now. And so yeah. there, there's nothing really binding him now. I, I I think that if so, so I think that he either does that, which I think is uh, like a two percent chance. Like I don't think that would actually happen, but I think it could. Um, or I think he coaches f- through his next contract. Uh, I think he's signed through. Is it eighteen or nineteen right now? I don't remember. Let's let's say it's 18. So then five more years after that, I think five years, pretty standard contract. So I think I'll go under, but I think he only coaches six more years. Okay. But you also think he could ride off in the sunset if he Man, I really wins do. the whole thing. I mean, can't you see that? He doesn't need any more money. Like he's made probably 30, 35 mil, whatever. I don't know. Um, him and Holder, him and Holder just embrace after lifting the Big Twelve <laughs> championship and say we're, we're, we're we rode for the brand. Now we're going to ride off into the sunset together. Chad Weiberg introduces Mike Yersich as your new Larry F- Larry Fedora. Come oh, on, gosh. come on, Kyle, come on, is, Kyle. But it, oh, is, Mike Yersich, come on. Is is Larry, is is Oklahoma State a better job than North Carolina? We've been over this before. Of course it is. Is it? You know the last time North Carolina made a major bowl. Uh, well, they should have. Didn't they almost beat uh, Clemson a couple they years ago? They got close, but, you know, my gunny's almost beaten Bob Stoops 20 times, <laughs> but he didn't. Uh, I think it was in the 40s, Kyle. I would, so. be, I would be all in on Larry Fedora, all the way Oh, in. it would. Be, he, he's about to get a big job soon, so if you could get him to OSU, you do it. Yeah. So yeah, maybe but... he wouldn't take the OSU job if he thinks he can get something bigger and better. But I know he's remembered fondly by some big money people there in Stillwater. Yeah. He's... I think if I could get my hands on Mike Holder's short list for Gundy to just not come back to work one day, <laughs> I think he would call Larry Fedora first, and I think he would answer, and I think they would talk. Now, would he take it? I have no idea, but yeah. I think he would be the first call. How did we start talking about Larry Fedora to Oklahoma State? Because <laughs> that's who would take over if Gundy retired, that's yeah. all. Um, the Big 12 this year looks different. You know, I, I, I wrote a little post about I mean, if you look at the the kind of elder statesman there, it's obviously Gundy. You've got um, Gary Patterson, who has 149 wins at TCU. 
You've got uh, Bill Snyder, who's got 202 wins at Kansas State. You've got Dana, who's got 46 wins at West Virginia. And then nobody else has more than, than Kingsbury's 24 wins. Um, Texas, OU, and Baylor, who have all shared 12, shared or won outright 12 of the last 13 Big 12 titles, uh, all have coaches with zero wins at their universities, which is it's unfathomable, really, if you step back three years ago and, and, and were to kind of project this out. No, it's a, it's a new landscape, and you've mentioned it. Bob Stoops has dominated that landscape, so it's, it's even more wide open than I think it's ever been. Uh, the big winner, obviously, besides Mike Gundy, I think is Tom Herman. I mean, the guy was already crushing it on the recruiting scene, had taken OU's top quarterback commit, has signed two or three of the top guys in Oklahoma. So I think Tom Herman's a happy man today as well because I think he's – he hasn't coached a game yet, but he's done everything right so far. So we'll see if he can actually win games. But uh, I think he's he's got to be thrilled that Bob Stoops is not coaching at Oklahoma because we we've been over his resume and everything he's done. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's going to be really interesting to me to see how the Big Twelve plays out over the next five years. I mean, and, and we talked about this earlier, and I wrote it, but uh, I think Oklahoma State has a real chance to become kind of the 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 team that the big 12 runs through, you know, I don't know if that'll happen, but we know what we're getting from Mike Gundy pretty much every year, as long as he has a quarterback. And I don't know. I, I think it's going to be, you know, Tom Herman and, and, uh, and Lincoln Riley have a lot of, they have a lot to prove and it's start. I mean, 2017 is, is all of a sudden just a huge year for the future of all these teams, you know? Mm -hmm. Tom, yeah. Tom Herman goes sideways in year one. Lincoln Riley goes seven and five. I mean, what happens? <laughs> you know? I mean, seriously, like... No, it's uh, it's going to be fascinating. But I, I think it sounds silly to hear... Like, I think some people think it sounds silly to hear you say the league would run through Mike Gundy and OSU. But... I think all you have to do is pop up that record since 2009. He has been right on par with OU. Yeah. And now Bob Stoops in the coach. So I'm not I'm not here to say that Mike Gunny's going to reel off one, two, three, four, five Big 12 titles or say the league runs through him, but he's been the most consistent winner besides Bob Stoops. So yeah. it'll it's a it's a huge opportunity for Mike Gundy. I think it's going to be interesting to hear him talk more about it when I, I get down to Dallas for Big 12 Media Days here in about about a month, a little over a month. And uh, it's going to be fascinating to hear him talk about all this. Carson, what if I told you 365 days ago that Kevin Durant would swing game three of the finals <laughs> to the Warriors on the same day that Bob Stoops retired? What would you have What would you have told me other than that I oh. need, to, need to get off the Internet? I would, I would, uh, I would have called Mrs. Pistols and asked how much coop had you consumed <laughs> in the shed. That's what I would have done. Is he mainlining coop? Yeah. Does he have an IV of F5 in him right now? What's going on? But I got to run, Kyle. Uh, we got a special guest tomorrow. Yeah, we do. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. Um, I've got my questions ready. I've got, I want the, can I call the first question? Yeah. Okay. You got dibs. I want to get your, him, your blog. I want to get him started <laughs> on the. Uh, I want to. I want to loosen him up. I got a. I got a fun question for him. Oh, don't ruin it right off the bat. I mean, what? He might no. hang up on us. No, he's not going to hang up on us. It's okay. not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, from my experience, if the first question goes wrong, you're doomed. So yeah, make it a good. No, make it a good I, one. I, I just yeah. You, I will. It'll be good. Okay. It'll be fun. Okay. I was going to tell you mine, but I would tip off who we're having on. <laughs> yeah. So. No. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about it off the air. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll talk, talk to you later. See you then. Questions. See ya.
Bye.